All right, welcome to Always Be Pressing. This is episode three. John and I are doing an immediate reaction 30 hours after the Liverpool game <laughs> versus uh, Bournemouth at Anfield. Uh, trying to get some initial reactions out so we can just bless the people with uh, with what our thoughts and feelings are. So Jonathan, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it to myself because um, I've got lots of thoughts and feelings, m- more so feelings than thoughts. Uh, I I thought we were dog shit, absolute colossal dog shit. So what I'll say before before I get into some of the notes I took because I took some freaking great notes. What I'll say before I get into my notes is. If, if if we weren't anticipating this being the case coming into the 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 transfer window and then having Fabinho Fabinho and Henderson go, I think we were all kidding ourselves. Now we've clearly got some awesome talent. We still don't have a number six, which is a little rough. Endo looked out of place, but he also I mean we everyone did. So it wasn't Endo's fault, uh, and we'll we'll get into him, I'm sure, at some point in depth. But listen, we knew this was going to be the case in the first couple weeks, probably six, eight weeks of the season. The fact that we got four points in in two games, I think, is uh like sign me up for that action. Excuse me for that action. But I was horrified, horrified by the first 22, 23 minutes of this game. What do you think? What do you got? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was absolutely terrible. I thought that I thought that for whatever reason, both in the Chelsea game and in this game, we felt like the ball couldn't stay our feet, like we're playing hot potato around the field and trying to bang the ball far distances and not control the the game itself. Um, You know, it's a game of hot hot potato. So I felt like we came into the game thinking, well, first, I think a lot of people came in the game thinking that we were just going to destroy Bournemouth. Bournemouth is, and you made fun of the coach last, last time around. I mean, they have a good coach. They're well set up. They've made not too, too many moves. Um, in the transfer window, but they've they surprised me on how good they were. Um, they did try and keep a lot more possession than I thought they were going to try and keep. Um, well, I mean, when, when, when we give you the ball, I mean, what's how hard is it to keep possession when we just continue to give you the ball? I mean, Jonathan, if I gave you the ball, you keep possession against a Premier League team if I just kept handing it to you. Yeah, look, I think the first 25 minutes were an enigma. Um, You know, we settled down. We settled down, um, which is the good thing. Um, I thought that once we did calm down, you know, we what what, what time of the game did we score? I don't have the stats right in front of me. Diaz uh, scored. 18 at... minutes? 
what the heck was it? I felt like it was 18 minutes into the game. This is great, too, by the way. Um, 26th minute. 28th minute. And then they scored. How quickly after that? Well, they scored first. That is correct. They scored. They scored like like eight or ten minutes. Yeah. So I I, I felt like there's a couple different things. One, everyone's going to blame Trent um for the misplay of that ball i think van dyke never should have given the ball in that position to begin with so i i i, I don't want to like and, and and you know i'm not a, a trent lover when it comes to that position i'm a trent lover when it comes to him playing fullback and and him spending 50 50 percent of the time in attack and 50 percent of the time in defense um I, I i don't think i think that was a bad place to play him the ball in the first place um and you still got to control the ball i yeah but i mean i i don't disagree with you i'm just saying i felt like he was already going to be in a situation where he's already under pressure and i felt like giving him the ball in that spot was was a disaster in the first place i felt like you know it was a bad play off of you know, we had we had one block on that possession. The ball kicked back out, and at that point in time, it's a free for all, right? You just need to try and get in front of the ball. Van Dyke did. You know, I heard some people on on social media complaining that he should have, you know, dove and everything else like that. No, no, he was in control. He put his leg out. He tried to block it. It went through his legs. It's in the goal. Um, I, I would like to see a, a a different pass than than giving it to Trent at that point in time. Um. You know, after that, I felt like we calmed down. We started to control the game. We started to pass the ball around. Sopasly was again uh, uh, awesome. Um, I thought Jota played better. Um, I was a little concerned at the start of the game. Again, Gakbo is on on the left hand side playing in that midfield three. I didn't like him being there uh, again, even though I do feel like he played better. Um, I. The issue was is that CJ was hurt again, so with a swollen ankle, so he wasn't going to play. And then, you know, where where do you kind of go from there? Do you stick Elliot over there? You know, again, I feel like Klopp wants a little more height in that uh, midfield three, so I think that's probably why he's putting Gakbo there. Um, it's just my interpretation of it, but I mean, overall, after those first twenty five minutes, I thought we controlled the game pretty well, and you know, besides that, McAllister phony red card um you know i felt like even after that we we still scored a goal we still were able to um control the game we were still able to pass around them and we were still able to score a goal so i think that's those were all really good things because the guys could have folded at that point in time and and we could have dropped into a to a 4-4-1 and we could have tried to you know play more defensively and i felt like we really picked up our intensity at that point in time and played really well yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say we played well in any in any part of the game. I think we played substandard. I, I again, it's it's to be expected. But I mean, if we're talking about even Liverpool in the last ten games of last year, 
this is uh we're we're playing much different and like the formation isn't isn't working right now i think there's some people are out of out of position out of place and and whatnot we we played a lot of back four towards the middle and latter part of the game so that was good but through through 15 minutes of the game we had zero touches in the attacking third with the exception of off corner kicks like zero like real true possession uh opportunities like we were we had no we had no touches in taking thirds mo hadn't touched the ball the time he did he gave it away trent's giving the ball away uh van dyke's giving the ball away i mean the six minute robo kicked some beautiful corner kicks um van dyke put a header off the woodwork um you know but you know that was followed up very very very, very soon thereafter, Van Dyke mistouches it, and sh- we should have got them, I and they should have scored a goal on that mm-hmm. Van, on that Van Dyke blunder. I mean, we could have very, very easily in the first eight minutes of the of the fixture, we could have been down two zero. I mean, could you even could you even imagine? Um, yeah, yeah, they had thirteen shots, five were on target. Uh, I, I think Allison was again man of the match. I mean, he, he he saved that game for us. Some of the saves he had were, were unbelievable. You know, the good news is we did have 26 shots. And last game we had, what, three, one on target? And we had 10 on target uh, this weekend. So uh, I'm going to take some positives out of that and, and, and be happy with the fact that, again, I, I feel like over the first 25 minutes of the game, we probably had tw- – 30% possession and we turned it around and we finished the game with 65% possession to their 35. So again, I think it's going to take some time for us to work all these guys in and kind of get a, a, a flow. And we still don't have what, like you said last week and you mentioned today, we still don't have a consistent midfield that we can, we can count on. And now, now if we don't appeal that red card, um, which I think is probably 50-50 whether or not they accept it or not. I, I don't really feel his studs were up, but they certainly got a hold of his hold of um uh, I mean they were the up they the were guy. up enough they were up enough to not probably not rescind the red card. I mean I think it was a freaking ticky tack red card that was given. I think under normal circumstances you would not with a much more experienced referee, you would not have seen a red card given there. You'd definitely see a yellow card, which would be fine. Um, and I think you could make the argument that a red card was deserved there, but it was not a malicious, you know, tackle. And we've certainly seen a lot worse. I mean, in, in the Austin Villa game last year, we played at at Aston Villa. I mean, Mings put a boot to uh, I forget who it was to uh, maybe it was Diaz to our face and didn't get didn't get anything called on him. So. You know, Ibu oh, no, uh, got Ibu. one to his chest. Yeah. So, and if he was five foot ten instead of six foot two, he he would have gotten studs in his dome piece. You know. So, I think our back line played well. I think Robertson actually was great, and I, I do I, I do am starting to come around to the fact that you know he he's moving up the left side when and where appropriate. At least he did yesterday. Um. And I think, you know, Diaz looked a little bit out of sorts, but at the same time, man, when he gets those opportunities, you know, Jota played like shit, I felt like. I felt like 
Gakpo needs to play up top or you got to bring Nunez in, whatever it is. But he's he he wasn't doing it. But, man, he made that run through and Mo slid him that pass. And he he made a beautiful, beautiful pass, really, really finesse pass to, to Diaz. And Diaz flicking that thing up first touch and just bicycling that thing in the top right corner was a thing of freaking beauty. So you really got to hand it to them. They they stuck with it and they started to to press Dom to your point. I mean Dom is you know not that much later. You know, 28th minute Diaz gets that goal. And then I think you know it was pretty quick thereafter in the 39th minute, 37th minute he gets a penalty and Dom just baited that dude. I mean he freaking baited that dude. Yeah. And then he just freaking dropped it. And again, you know, Bournemouth could have said, you know, that was a ticky tack. Uh, you know, Bournemouth fans are probably freaking the hell out. And that was a ticky tack penalty, but he baited him, he put his foot in there and and Dom made him pay. Uh what what are your thoughts? Because, you know, I, I think we'll probably this 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 sort of time period and this uh the opportunity to speak about this will probably come and go by the, by the next time we talk, because hopefully we have another midfielder in and we're getting excited and, and somewhat nervous about Newcastle over the weekend. W- what are your thoughts on, uh, uh, on Salah continuing to be our penalty taker? He, that is, that's uh, what that's two out of four he's missed. And I think it's three out of five or three out of six. He's missed um, over the past year. Where, 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 where are you at? Well, we got two capable people. One of them is on a red card, so he won't be here for the next. McAllister won't be here with us for the next match, but Sabaslai will be. Um, and he's only missed one, and the one he missed was he was a seventeen-year-old. I mean, look, he's on my fancy team, so I'll take every PK that he, that he can get. <laughs> you know, I think you have some options. I think that you know. The, the the detriment which you talked about last last time around is the fact that Klopp is just a guy who's set in his ways and and trusts who he trusts to a fault. Um, I would personally take him off PKs, um, or at least you know give somebody else a shot. Um, yeah, I mean, is there a way to rotate it? I mean, do you do no, we see in other I don't teams think so. if there's a rotation of of guys? Yeah, I mean, I think you see some some infighting on some specific teams um, that has occurred over the last couple of years. Um, you know, I'm 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 shocked to see that there wasn't any infighting on PSG, for instance, when Messi, Neymar, and and Mbappe all played together for the 15 games they played, uh, all, all of them, because that was a, a freaking joke and a nightmare. But they didn't they didn't fight. Um, you know, I think there needs to be some consistency there. You know, you're looking at, I think the Premier League percentages over the last of the last five years is like 78. percent So it's not as high as you probably think it should be. Um, and obviously, right now, Salah, I believe, also missed one of the African African Cup of Nations when he went back or at the Afcon tournament from from two years ago. Um, you know, he has not been doing well from the spot, so. Does it destroy, you know, is there already hostility there from last game where he pulled him off early and Klopp is is going to stick with him because he doesn't want to, you know, have any other 
moments of tension between the two of them in hopes of keeping him for the length of his contract without losing him next summer to to probably Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, who knows? I I, I personally think he's going to stick with him, but I think that he needs to if, stick if with he, him at least through the the end of the transfer window. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, I I I think that's what he's going to do. If you ask me, what he should do? Excuse me, I think you should give other guys some looks. Um, Sobasly is definitely one of them. Um, you know, obviously Trent is a very very good free kick taker. I haven't seen what his what his pens are when, it, even, when uh, it comes to. Well, I, I, I know he's kicked some for England. Uh, I don't think he's ever kicked one for Liverpool ever. I think the natural uh, the the natural people are McAllister and who took him for Brighton and and Sabasla. I think those are he, your only two guys who would even did he take them for Brighton? Oh or yeah. Did, uh, oh yeah. McAllister took thought, them for Brighton. I thought Grosh. I thought Grosh was the one taking them for for um, Gross. No. Gross. Yeah. Not in, uh, okay. yeah, I'll take your word for it. McAllister has a similar record on, on penalties that uh Sabazlai has. I think he's missed two of 14 or 15. Sabazlai has missed one of 17. Uh, and this obviously dates back, and this is from where they previously played as well. But um, they both have taken penalties for their national teams, um, and for you know, the Bundesliga and uh and I'm pretty sure McAllister took quite a few for Brighton. What are your thoughts on Endo's performance? Because really, I mean, uh, other than that, I mean Jota had a, a had a great goal. Um the ball sort of dropped to him from from Trent Alexander Arnold to Dom to to Jota in the sixty second minute and he shelved it. Um, you know, other than that, there's not tons to to report uh, about. I mean, Trent Alexander Arnold picked up a knock towards the end of the game. There, it's a little concerning. It'll be very, very interesting to see how he recovers from that. Um, I will say this though: when Go- when uh, Gomes came in, Gomez, Go- Gomez, excuse me, I-, I I thought he actually played well. Um, he's going to need to if Trent's not. Not in the game, other than uh, unless Endo is going to play there, and there's no way. Well, the, well, the, I mean, Endo there. Uh, again, th- th- this is the biggest problem. The biggest problem is is that you get a couple of these guys hurt who are consistent players who usually, you know, play 50 games a year. Some of these guys get hurt, and I mean, what I say, our bench is thin. I-, I I would say you don't want some guys on our bench to be playing 25 games a year, right? Gomez is one of them. I thought again. I thought he did play well. He was more consistent, staying a little bit further back. I think that allowed um, Robertson to to move up a little bit more on his side and his end of uh, end of the game. I thought Endo came in. He came in at the sixty second minute. Um, I thought he looked almost frantic at the very very start. He was reaching for a lot of tackles instead of just playing naturally. But he he hasn't practiced with us. Um, I felt like he was he was more attacking. I thought he'd come in and kind of just sit in and kind of wait for the game to come to him. And I felt like he was more in the attacking end of things. And not I didn't He's definitely see definitely a much. pursuer of the ball. He he definitely he was he yeah, was but ball even like in the, a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, he, I thought he was hot. He was high on a number of different positions when we were on the defensive end. I felt like he was a little bit too high, um, more or less waiting for an outlet pass versus being back in the defensive things. But again, he got caught out a couple of times and reached for some balls where people got by him. And now he's chasing, you know, he's chasing back instead of being in good position. So that that wasn't good, but he's never played with these guys. I mean, he came in, he signed on Friday, he played on Sunday. So I, I don't, I didn't expect much from him besides to get some, some time with the team. He was always going to come in at some point in time. That was no doubt about that. I think he probably Klopp probably would have waited another eight minutes if, if uh, McAllister didn't get hurt and he would get, he would have gotten 20 minutes of playing time, you know, coming right around the 70, 72nd minute probably for Gakbo to the way the game was going. Um, or you take Jota out and you move Gakbo back up to the top uh, was was kind of my thought while I was watching the game. And then obviously the McAllister thing kind of blew everything up there. So I, I would like truthfully to see Klopp give um, Nunez, Nunez uh, a little more run. I, I, I think he him getting what he took Luis Diaz out in the 86th minute, he he, he needs to get more game time. I mean, he was on fire this summer. Um, again, I understand, and everyone's going to be ripping me for this, but uh, yes, it's preseason soccer. But a guy who had confidence, who now has been, who has played 13 minutes of Premier League uh, time so yeah, a little far. Bit more than that, but I mean, when he came yeah. in, yeah, okay. I mean, we're splitting we're splitting hairs on that, but you know, he he doesn't have. I don't think he's got over 20. Um. You know, and I felt like he played decent in the Chelsea game um, against much different circumstances. Um, but I'd like to see him get a little more time as well. Um, you know, I think the McAllister red card changed everything. So maybe that was his plan. Maybe Klaus' plan was to move Gakbo up top, take Endo out, uh, take Jata out and put um, Nunez in. Darwin in, put him on the left-hand side, let Gakbo r- run through the center, keep Salah on the on the right. That's what I would have liked to have seen if the red card didn't happen. Yeah, I think Nunez is best up front. I don't think you can put him on the left anymore. I think we I agree with you. We don't that we don't we don't play very well with him on the left. If you take Diaz out and put Gakbo over there, I think we're we're far more suited to that. Um. So, anyways, man of the match. I think you know. I think. Dom was incredible. I think Dom set a lot of things up. I think he connects play very, very well. Um, and I think he will continue to impress. There was a there's there's a, a little bit of Gerard in him. Um, and I don't think it's too early for me to say this. I dropped a I dropped a Twitter bomb on people today. Um, you know, I, he he may be he may be my best all time like my favorite all-time Liverpool player. <laughs> like I, I listen, listen, I know it's early. I know, I know people might crucify me for that take, but I'm telling you right now, this dude is special. And I'll tell you what else. We are so freaking lucky that we signed him when we did, because with Kevin De Bruyne out for four months, if we had taken our time with him the same way we've taken our time with whoever else we're going to be bringing in at, at a six or a center back or whatever, 
He'd be gone. He'd be he'd be at Man City, filling in for for KB, and uh, it. I mean, it's this this dude is this dude is the real freaking deal. And I think we should go back to the four three three, and play Klopp's way, and 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 just play soccer the way that we're accustomed to playing it, and let you know once we get a, a true six in. And it'll get settled and we get someone else in. Like, I think we're going to be in good shape. But, you know, if if Trent gets hurt and he's playing that inverted role and we got to switch up the way that we're playing because we can't play in that inverted, you know, that three box three, you know, what 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 help does that do us? I think we've we've very often played in four, three, three, four, four, two, however you want to sort of slice it. Just go back to it and play and, and and play a style that everyone is used to. If Trent's upset because he doesn't get in the midfield enough, who gives a shit? Like we 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 have to play winning football. We can play some inverted stuff against against worse teams. I agree with you, Bormis, better than than we give them credit for. But we both did predict three one, and you know we got the third one after the red card, and so we four points. Two games, two huge games coming up. Austin, Aston Villa is playing great. Newcastle is playing great. Are they both undefeated? I know Newcastle is. Is Aston? No, they're New, they're one zero and one. Newcastle lost. Newcastle lost to Man City one nothing. Oh, a pretty that's tough right. Game. That's that was right. that was a pretty competitive game though. I mean, I felt like they played well. Um, and we'll do the preview, you know, midweek. For for the upcoming week, I think this was a great opportunity to get on and just spit facts about uh, about the game, and gives us more time to talk transfers and gives us more time to talk about uh, about the Newcastle game because I think we're gonna have plenty of uh, plenty of things to talk about coming coming into the the Newcastle game. Any uh, any final thoughts? Any uh, any big takeaways? Any fears? Any uh, any bit of excitement you want to share with the uh, with the always be pressing fan club? I mean, not really. I mean, I think that uh, I I would disagree with man of the match. I think Sobeslide did play well, um, but I think if Allison if 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 Kelleher is in that game, it's a it's a three two three three game. Um, so I think we. We we take him for granted at certain times because he's such a consistent player for us, um, and we're all focused in on how many goals we score versus how many goals we keep out. And if it weren't for him over the last three years, first we wouldn't have won the um, the EPL, we wouldn't have won the Champions League, and we certainly wouldn't have been even in consideration for top four last year if it weren't for him. So I think him keeping the two decent, the, the the very, at least two very, very good shots out of goal that they took in the second half uh, on some different plays and different breakaways saved us the game um, and allowed us to, to, to score that, that third goal from Jata. Um, without him, we're, we are in some, some world of hurt. So just keep that in mind. Obviously, I, I I know you love the dude, but yeah, listen, um, Sabasly was I think was, was a part I, of all three goals. 
So Allison did his job. Savazlai was is is the main instigator. And once we can get McAllister further up the pitch after he serves his two game suspension, once we get three McA- three games, yeah, that that sucks even straight harder. Straight red is straight red is a three game suspension. Yeah. So hopefully that gets minimized to two, um, for whatever the hell crazy rules FA has uh, has in store for us. But with that, we will leave you guys, John. Appreciate uh, appreciate you as always. Uh, I'm going to bed. This podcast was brought to you by Livian. Uh, it's a Keller Williams company, and by uh, by the Summer of Love uh, company. We make T-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, any apparel of your liking. I'm wearing the "Be Kind and Have Fun" uh, original here. Um, so. Again, subscribe, write some reviews, only five stars because four or less doesn't do us any good. So if you don't like it, just don't listen, you know, Uh, and we will see you uh, probably Wednesday or Thursday for our uh, transfer update and uh, in a really awesome thorough preview of, uh, of the Newcastle fixture. And we'll try to, coach jr to get on here so we can do the three-headed monster and uh and introduce you guys to our big brother all right be well have fun this is the always be pressing pod